Hello and welcome to the third episode in this podcast series from CityWire in association with Varen Capital Partners. My name is Amy Maxwell, I'm the Managing Editor of CityWire Engage and I'll be your host for this series. Now, Varenne is a research and process-driven investment manager based in Paris, where it was founded by its current management team in 2003. It's a firm with deep roots in the hedge fund industry and uses its research as a foundation for managing both USITs and non-USITs funds, all of which concentrate on the firm's highest conviction ideas. Throughout the series, we'll be hearing from integral people to this boutique asset manager, as well as members of Europe's fund selection community, for some tips of the trade on how to grow a business from 3 million to 3 billion. The Varen team will be sharing the highs and lows of their journey, as well as unveiling some of the work that goes into building their unique databases and delving deeper into topics such as Taurisk hedging and behavioural finance. Consider it a window into the hedge fund world. So that's enough from me. Now it's time to welcome this episode's guests. Joining me today are Bo Huang, Head of Product Marketing at Varen, Davide Alfano, Founder and Managing Director of Kaleidoscope Capital, and Robert Sears, Chief Investment Officer of Capital Generation Partners. Welcome to you all. I'm going to open with Bo. Bo, could you share with our listeners a little bit more about yourself? Yes, yeah, so just uh, um, a few words about myself. I used to work on the fund selection side. So I used to uh, help uh, family offices and also institutional clients to select uh, loan-only funds and hedge funds for the last 10 years. So I transitioned my career now to really help hedge fund managers to market themselves to the market. And the Vahan, as you probably know, they are very well-known in the French market. Uh, so our goal is really to expand into the international markets. So uh, that's the reason why I joined Vahan. I think it's very international firm. We have 34 people here across eight nationalities. Uh, a lot of people here are multicultural, multilingual. So it's a very much international environment and very pleased to join Vahan. We're talking today about sort of insider activity. Often this has quite negative connotations. So tell me a little bit about the database that you have built that captures alpha off the back of this. It's a very interesting topic. And at the hand, we have a brokers are not welcome policy, meaning that everything we do is generated internally and based on proprietary research and idea generation. You may have uh, read a book called the Vital Few versus the Travel Many by George Musia. It says that the vast majority of investors actually uh, would either get the stocks wrong or the investment timing wrong. And there's one technique which almost can consistently beat the market is by following the monitoring, uh, the buying and selling behaviors of insiders. So uh, at Vahan, as part of our R&D process, we subscribed to George Musia services for some time in the late 2000. And we have observed some techniques and the patterns used by George. And on top of that, we went extra miles to develop our own proprietary and internal research tool. Uh, it's a screening tool called DOI, Dealing of Insiders, and not hesitating going against the common wisdom. Just to say that the DOI system was completely generated and built in-house, and it's a real testimony of the teamwork across the analyst origination and IT teams at Vahan. 
how do you acquire the information to to put into that database? What is the rationale and, and how is that how is that built? Is this years and years of, of connections or how does how do you get the information? I think it's a very interesting question. And at the hand, the purpose of building this tool is really to free up analysts' time and not to rely on a research on cell site or the streets research. Everything is really generated internally, and we want to really focus ourselves on a reduced investable universe uh, that really merits our time. So since inception of the DOI process on the back of uh, late 2000, our origination team has generated over, has screened over actually um, 7 million transactions, over 40,000 companies and around 400,000 insiders. And the tool is based on publicly available information collected on company insiders. So you have a very good question in the beginning of our uh, discussion. You said actually there's some maybe negative connotation about user using insider information. But as you probably know that the insiders, what we define insiders at Vahan are really the CEOs, CFOs, the top ex executives and shareholders uh, who have a, a certain amount of threshold of holdings in the company or operating officers, they uh, would usually declare their buying or selling activities to the local market authorities, such as the, the SEC in the US or AMF in France. So uh, everything we do at Vahan, the DOI system, is based on the public disclosures of the buying and selling activities of, of the insiders uh, declared. So all the information uh, we have and collect is public information and is, is completely legal. I think that's very important information and uh, uh, there's really no ambiguity on that. Okay, so thank you very much both for outlining the process and, and give us an introduction to the database. So let's broaden this conversation out um, and bring David and Robert in. Yeah, I mean, it's a big, big topic at the moment. Why? Why? Because there's so much more data available, number one. And number two, with computing power means you can sort through data so much quicker. So access to data, the number of new data sources, uh, they're growing sort of exponentially. Um, I think the difficulty though is we've got all this noise and all this data is really the skill is getting the, the vital bits of information. So it's not treating everything equally, getting the signal from the noise. So for, for sort of big picture discussions, you, you know, focus on the bits of data that really matter, don't get dis distracted. But at the edges, there can be these sources of extra alpha that you can find, which can either fine tune, as, as Bo is saying, you know, redefining a universe or position sizing or, you know, your timing of entry. So there can be some some useful signals there. Um, I think on the specifics of, uh, you know, using inside information, what people do and alignment of interest is really crucial. And I think it's rather sad if we give the contrast to what managers actually do with companies' money. So are they doing buybacks or are they issuing new shares? And actually you get the signal the other way around. So companies typically um, are issuing new shares um, at, at the wrong times when actually their shares are, are, are cheap and they're, they're buying back stock when the stock's expensive, uh, which is sort of a counter um, idea. So definitely follow what people do with their own money 
But even what they're doing with other people's money, you can sometimes get a different signal. And Davide, what's your experience here? How do you differentiate the signal from the noise? That's a difficult part of the job. In the end, investing is a matter of gathering information. In our case, we got a big focus on selecting managers more than selecting stocks. So our way to look at insiders is understanding the alignment of, of interest of the key person in an uh, in investment shop into the propositions of personal investments, uh, personal attitude, and everything that can give you, can gives you some color about the governance of the corporate. This is, uh, this is crucial to us. Good governance is always uh, the main step in terms of understanding your investments. As Robert just mentioned, there are so many signals. Sometimes one signal would say something and the other signal would say something else. And there are uh, controversial signals as well. So how do you really filter all the data and information that you collected from the market, all the companies, and really use them effectively is a crucial question. So at Vahan, uh, over the years, uh, as part of our R&D process, we have developed 15 patterns of interpretation, uh, including some of the signals well-known, such as buy on lows, sell on lows, abnormal volume buy, industrial buy, etc. Um, and also, it's important to mention that at Vahan, the screening process is only a starting point. Uh, so the origina origination team uh, would do some preliminary analysis, such as reading the annual report, checking the remuneration report of the insiders or the top executives and checking also the website. And then they will pass on the information if they think there are some unusual and significant buying behaviors of insiders, they would flag the situation and pass on the situation to our either long equity team or the short equity team. And at Vahan, we have a concentrated portfolio of companies uh, on which we, we conduct a PE style of due diligence and we use extensively the, the industry expert networks, meaning that the screening process and the dealing of insider process is really a starting point of getting to the really the deep dive due diligence process. Robert and Davide, I'm going to delve into your due diligence process here, processes here. Um, what are some of the signals that, that you, some of the good signals or some of the bad signals that you get from, from your interactions with kind of top execs? And, and you know, can, can we see some, some tally here with um, what Bo says and, and, and what they're looking out for? When we're speaking to people, I think definitely the personal side does matter. So I think there is... You, you know, what are you trying to judge? I think one element is trustworthiness. Uh, uh, you can try and see if what people are saying, you're actually getting the right cues from what they do. So I think there have been occasions in the past where we've, you know, that, that swung it one direction or another at an early stage. Uh, unless you've got full trust in a manager that you're investing with, you know, you shouldn't be investing with that manager. Well, now let's take a look deeper into the dealing of insiders and let's take a look at some examples in, in real life or, or in Zoom life, um, Bo. Do you want to talk us through some ways in which the process has worked? Let's take an example of uh, how we use the DLI2 to invest into one of the biggest jewelers in the volume based in Denmark. You probably know the stock, but I'm not going to mention it here. Uh, but in March 2020, what our DOI2 has identified there is 
the CEO and the CFO have collectively bought 2.5 million euros worth of shares. And what is interesting here is our sixth system has flagged out this buying behavior was not related to any award or not related to the exercise of stock options, actually it was completely out of their bank accounts. So we call outright buying. And this is right after the fall in stock price of 45%. Uh, when we see this kind of abnormal uh, and euro-significant buying activities and, and a cluster of buying behaviors that really flag our attention. And that's why our uh, origination team has passed on the idea to the loan equity team. So that's the beginning of the deep dive due diligence. When our uh, equity team has done deep dive, uh, deep dive PE type of due diligence, what we have identified here actually is the company has gone through a turnaround um, story, meaning that the CEO and the CFO, actually the new management team were put in place in the late 2018 and 19. And actually they have uh, trying to turn around uh, the company by putting in place a new program to reduce the inventory levels, to reduce costs across the board, and also uh, put in place the new in initiatives of marketing, especially e-commerce. So all these combination of the DOI system to narrow down the investable universe and, and help us to, to generate idea on a very independent basis. And then in addition to that, uh, we do a deep dive due diligence to really confirm our conviction on the stock. And uh, cherry on the cake is that actually a few months later in September 2020, uh, we have identified a new pattern, which is the buy on strength meaning that after the share price has doubled almost twice, uh, we have seen actually the two executives continue to buy shares on the strength of the stock price. So that is a further conviction uh, for us to, to hold the stock. And as of today, actually the share price multiplied, multiplied by three times, and it's one of the uh, interesting ideas and, and the performing ideas in the portfolio. Without the DOI system, we may not have captured the company. The company at the moment of discovery didn't really quantify and qualify for this kind of high quality company that would normally go into our investable universe. But we pick it up based on this unusual and significant buying behavior of the top executives and then actually give us, give us extra conviction to analyze the stock. Because by the end of the day, we have the equal time of all the smart fund managers in the world, and we want to really focus on the stocks and companies that merits our time. Sponsor lectures, Davide and, and Robert, you do have access to, to the greatest minds of the, of the investment world. You're continually speaking to people who say they have original ideas. So what, what truly do you think makes an, an original idea? My observation overall is actually quality of process, quality of people, alignment of interests are really crucial to determining if it's going to be successful or not. And with new processes, it is a bit of an arms race. I think that's the problem with the industry is genuinely new innovations do get um, sort of eroded out. Your alpha advantage sort of erodes over time. So that's why the research process is crucial because you've got to keep innovating, keep developing to keep that edge um, over time. Otherwise, you know, it decays in the market. So in particular, the new alternative data sets that are out there that are sold for tremendous amounts of money, the benefit of them is typically very short. 
Um, so, you know, the company spent a lot of money, but the signal uh, erodes very quickly. So I think going to it with a skeptical mind, do your proper due diligence is the only way you can try and um, sort of assess whether there's there's some some merit in the, underneath. I think uh, Varane example tells a lot about what is their investment style, their mindset, their way to look at things. And to be honest with you, this is totally crucial to our investment approach. Anytime, first meeting, we just need to understand one main thing. What's the USP of the proposition? And what's the mindset of the investment team? And effectively, what, what they want to achieve? I mean, oversimplifying, we are all having the same information set. We face the same information flow. We got similar tools in analyzing the world. But what makes the difference is the mindset of people. So each one of us, because of background, academic background, life background, professional experience, you look at things in a different way. And anytime you meet a person looking at things in a consistent way, able to make obviously some money out of his approach in a, in a predictable way with a specific style, uh, this, is, uh, this is for us uh, the starting point of the conversation. And Bo, I believe you had a second example as well to talk us through, potentially in a different industry. At Vahan, we, uh, we do long equity and short equity. And also on top of that, we have a merger arbitrage book and the terrorist hedging. But for the interest of the day, uh, maybe we can illustrate about um, how we use the DOI dealing of insider uh, system to flag out a short um, candidate uh, at Vahan. So... Um, so here, uh, actually, we have an example of a shorting one of the largest healthcare and distribution services in the UAE. That was back in January 2020. Actually, our system flagged the stock following a fall in the stock price of around 50% on the back of the muddy waters allegations. And actually, we have observed two um, top executives here, the top uh, executive vice chairman and also a board member, they co collectively sold a significant portion of their holdings, around 440 million euros. And right after that, the founder sold in addition 130 million euros worth of stock. So in our system, again, there are, there are uh, clusters of activities activities here. In this case, um, I think it's worth of us revisiting some of the events here, is in mid-January 2000, actually the company hired an ex-FBI director to investigate Muddy Waters allegations. And usually this kind of um, inquiry ordered by the board would generally be a sign of lack of confidence. And then in February, what happened here is actually the company warned the holdings and interests of three of the executives had been incorrectly reported. And also, we have seen evidence that the top management were using the shares in the company as a collateral for personal needs. And then in the following days of February, uh, the executive vice chairman resigned immediately, the founder resigned, and also the CFO were, were um, granted um, extended sick leave after uh, 350 million euros of shares 
uh, in financing arrangements were found not to be approved by the board. So this series of events really triggered uh, the attention from the team to to uh, pass on the case to the short equity team. And actually, our short equity team has done extensive research and due diligence on the company to see what's really happening here, uh, whether it's a really a fraud situation or it's a temporary situation uh, of the company facing uh, capital events or debt situations. Given the massive quantitative easing, a lot of troubled companies can get refinancing needs uh, quite easily. So at Vahan, we really, really want to distinguish what is the fraud situation and what is the situation actually is just a temporary situation uh, which we would avoid from shorting. So in this case, our uh, short equity team has done uh, due diligence and they have discovered actually for the last two decades, actually this company has been built um, on the debt field acquisitions and there were, there were a lot of uh, debt embedded in the company and actually the free cash flow were in, in, insufficient to cover the, the debt in the company. So that's why we, uh, we decided to short company in March uh, 2020 and in May actually we recovered the stock um, and right after that, uh, just before that, actually the, the stock price fell almost to nothing. Certainly the right signals there then. Robert and Davide, much has spoken about continuity of management, but what is your attitude when you do see quite a high turnover of personnel in a business and what does that signal to you? Change happens. I think we should, should know that as a start. The world is always changing. There are always reasons. But if you see turnover of, of staff, it just means you need to do more due diligence. So you need to understand why is it happening? It could be a red flag. There might be other other reasons. So I think it's a it's a warrants um, sort of further investigation. I suppose your base rate, your is most of the time it probably it could be a bad signal. Well, I think Robert summarized very nicely what's what's the problem. So it might be good or it might be bad. Most of the times is not is not a positive signal, but in, in the end things change, corporation change investment team change so it means that you need to understand a bit more what's uh, what's happening is a catalyst for uh, an additional in additional work uh, on the proposition for sure robert mentioned a really interesting thing about the turnovers of personnel and david touched upon that as well is at vahan uh, we have a very little turnovers and the most of the investment team has been stayed on for almost 10 years so the average tenure of the investment team of the 13 investment professionals are uh, nine years and most of the people here uh, in the investment team and across the board actually are shareholders or stock option holders of the firm. So I think compared to the general hedge fund industry, I think Vahani is really a euro place to be. Well, it would be uh, flashing all the right signals. Thank you all very much for, for joining me. Thank you, uh, Bo, for giving us an insight into the database. And Davide and Robert, thank you for sharing your experiences of how it relates to your role in the